We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I would say, in my opinion, it's the perfect friends. It is my perfect definition of friends with benefits. And that's when I realized how big of a submissive side I had, how much I needed it, how much it meant to me to have that dominance. You know, when you see all the dominant submissive stuff, it's usually like, you know, I'm yours, you're mine. That stuff, I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I, just, I find that extremely hot on some levels. Hello, everyone. Okay, well, I've got uh, Sir Ink on with me. We have a hot topic we want to go over, and it's um, it's basically this debate about loving your dominant, yes or no. Should you do it, yes or no? I've seen um, a lot of people in both camps, and I've seen, uh, I got an email, too, and maybe I'll be able to pull it up when I'm on, on this call, uh, where somebody emailed me a while back and just said, I can see that you have really strong feelings for this guy, basically talking about Cowboy Ann, you know, but don't confuse the dominant submissive dynamic with love because he was, he, his point of view was that it's not, it's not really love. And there's a lot of people that have the point of view that, you know, if you're, if you're just, if you have a dominant, that the dominant and and the submissive shouldn't, there shouldn't be love between the two of them. I'm just going to come right out of the gate and say, I don't believe that. No, I think that's, I think that's ridiculous, but I'm, I'm open for, you know, debate on that. I just don't see it. Okay. So so you you just don't see how a submissive and a Don cannot be in a loving relationship or not be in love or keep love out of it. I, I, I see how there's some dynamics where you're going to a dominant as a submissive and you're just basically having sessions, but that's not your dominant. That's somebody that you're going to because you both, you know, you have that need as a submissive. You need to be acting that out while, even while you don't have a sufficient partner, you know, that you're kind of going to be, I guess, exclusive with or one-on-one with or a little more serious with. So I think there's different levels of this and depending on how you're doing it, yes, I can see why you know, if you're going to somebody and you're just just to have sessions, that you, what are you doing? Who me? Yeah, are you rolling your chair around? What are you doing? Yeah, I was I was leaning back in my recliner. You're like a little kid. Can you please get situated? All right, all right. I'm sitting still. Go ahead. Are you ready? I'm listening to you. Come on. Damn it! I'm I'm like getting distracted. I'm like it's like it's like um, mom in the front seat. I'm ready to reach my hand back and smack your leg. Okay, well I was I was playing with my zipper. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, your microphone's picking it up and it's distracting me. All right, now back to business. So I just think like there's different way, you know, there's different, sure, there's different ways to approach it. But when you are with, when you have a dominant and you're just, and you're really like, that's the only, you know, that's, that's the only dominant, you know, you're seeing, you're not just, you're not just, uh, I guess, doing it casually, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I think that, I think that if you continue with that person over time, it, the, the connection gets very deep. And as you get, as you start to really understand their dominance and they start to understand your submissiveness more and more and more, and you go deeper and deeper and deeper, that's, it's, it's some heavy shit. And you, and, and naturally love can, and sometimes does, you know, spring out of that. And I disagree with, you know, somewhat with the email that I received, you know, kind of saying, don't mistake that. It's not really, it's not really love because, you know, I, I just, I don't see it that way. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, I, but I don't, I, you know, I, I don't think there should be a steadfast rule that, uh, you don't, you know, if you have a dominant, you, you, you shouldn't be in love with him or you can't, you shouldn't, it, don't confuse it with love or don't be in love. Um, I don't, yeah, I just don't, I mean, I don't agree with that. So I will agree with you that I do not agree. I, I agree with you there. I don't agree that love, loving your dominant is a bad thing. I think what happens is when you come in with clear intentions, you can remove certain things off the table. So for example, uh, I've done sessions and they've just been sessions and, right. and you know, they haven't been anything else. And, you know, we've gone out, had a good time, you know, and, you know, we've done a session. I've done paid sessions. I've done, you know, just regular sessions. And a lot of the, most of the things I've done have not had love involved. So I can't speak from a a, a point of view of being, been in a, a loving relationship, but far as the dynamic however i do know couples who are in relationships some married that you know definitely have a loving relationship and it's good but i guess if people are saying don't love your dominant i guess for me when i hear that i think that's for a person who is being trained by a dom and gaining experience in the world of bdsm and are experimenting with what their levels are. And I guess because it is an intimate act, I guess uh, some subs feel as though, and maybe some doms, I haven't heard many doms say it, but subs say, uh, don't love your dominant. And so if it's not, if it's, if it's strictly for your intentions to learn submission and you know, you're submitting to that person, uh, yeah, maybe it's just, maybe you should, control or try to control your urge to love right and it's and i guess you have to understand yourself as a person right if you if sex brings you to intimacy brings a certain level of intimacy within you that will lead you to being a you know maybe falling in love with somebody then yeah you should you should make very clear that let's do sessions but intercourse is not going to be part of it because you know sex can can take you to that level uh so in that vein yeah i I get i get that 
But just to make a blank statement, like, nah, you should never love your dominant, I think that's, I, I don't agree with that. Uh, but I do understand certain situations where it's like, look, this is what it is. It's just sessions and kink and learning, but it's not about fostering a relationship. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because when, when, you know, like with Cowboy Ann and I, what started as, it just, it started as basically, you know, friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he was, you know, and I said, I knew that he had experience in the B, with the BDSM and I wanted to experience that. And, you know, I trusted him enough to, to do that with him. And this is just having, you know, me coming at it at just a blank slate, right? No experience at all. And um, then, you know, and, and, and it was, you know, and so I guess if we want to be generic about it, we could say, you know, in the beginning, you know, it pro- it was very much, you know, just harmless kind of sessions, I guess, if you want to call it that, for lack of a better term, right? Fun, you know, I mean, we were definitely, you know, liked each other, having fun, enjoyed each other's company. Um, but I would say it was more of a fun friendship than anything you know and i mean it was good sex i mean we, we've mm-hmm. always had this really good spark sexually so mm-hmm. that that helps but you know i mean we would we would meet and talk about you know i mean when we were together we would you know talk about i would talk about the other guys i'm seeing you know he'd tell me about you know girls he's seeing what he's up to i mean we we would share stuff and giggle about it and you know and it you know it was just kind of it was it was like having a confidant that you had sex with <laughs> Mm-hmm. really good sex you know what I mean it just it was very I would say in my opinion it's it's the it's the perfect friends it is my perfect definition of friends with benefits and then and then some time had passed and we didn't see each other for a while I um got a little pissy with him and I just we didn't see each other for a while and uh and then and then you know we got we got together again and you know I had I had personally just through that, it was like about six months or something. I'd, you know, gone through some stuff, you know, with my mom's passing. And I just think, you know, I kind of changed. It changed me a lot. And when I saw him again, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go see him. I mean, you know, and this time I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just had it in my mind that I was going to really, really let like every barrier I had down, you know, just fuck it, just go with it, whatever. I didn't even, and I, I didn't have a, a destination for that, but I was just like, you know what? I really just want to, I want to feel some things. I want to see how deep I can go. And it didn't, it didn't, it, it, I wasn't looking, it wasn't looking for love. It was just like, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to walk blindly into this oncoming traffic here and see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not going to be trying to protect myself. I'm just going to go for it. So, you know, once I started doing that and then, and then, and then I really like, because then I could really get, once I did that was when I could really, get into my submission and my submissiveness and really start to feel that, you know, and go, whoa, you know, cause I wasn't, I, I didn't have any, I just didn't have any more barriers up. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's when it was like, whoa, I mean, and that's when I realized just how, like how much I did need that, that how big of a submissive side I had, how much I needed it, how much it meant to me to have that, like, have that dominance i mean it was you know it was a game changer right there for me well um so i think for a lot of people and i wrote something earlier about this 
I think people, a lot of people have a very, um, and I don't want to just, you know, downplay it, but I think they have a very basic or ground level view of love. And so love is like, I love you, and it becomes a possession thing, your mind, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And to me, the way I see you, and I've heard you talk about Cowboy N, um, and and I really don't want to just dissect into your relationship, but we're just using that for an example. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I think um, because your view of dating is the way it is, I think that doesn't lend you to be a fool for love that a lot of people fall into. So people allow themselves to fall in love and blind themselves to the realities of a situation. Whereas though I think you guys have a really good connection as far as being who you are and not lying to yeah. one another. And I think that you accept that he's dealing with other people and that and he accepts the fact that you deal with other people or that's not an issue. Maybe y'all discuss that, maybe y'all don't. However, that's not really an issue. So you're not jealous of something like that. So that, that makes you a different thinker. So that takes you from that base level of love into something more intricate. And I think there are people who cannot take themselves into those levels because it just, it, it leads them to be, uh, some some people, when it comes to a loving relationship, they got to be the only one. And everything about his world has to be her. Uh and vice versa sometimes. And so uh, I, I think your view of love is just different. And so I don't think you love from a place of basics like, oh, I fall in love with this guy and he's got to be my guy and all that other stuff, those other girls or whatever, whatever. He got cut all that shit out and, and now we got to get into this and then sooner or later we got to figure out how we're going to live together and be happy ever after. I think that's the baseline of where people are. And in particular, um, as I told you, you know, I'm dating a young lady and um, we're having a good time. And we had a conversation about relationships and due to circumstances, like we have uh, limitations on what we can and can't do. And within those limitations, there you have that ceiling for what love can be or that role that love can play if it ever comes into play you yeah. know what i mean so mm -hmm. we you know we're not looking to ever like you know live together and you know and try to be you know a stepmom or stepdad to each other's younger kids yeah. you know so we so so from there we're already in some other place you know and when you talk to and i've talked to you know you talked to a lot of people a lot of people want the basic I want you, and I want you, and I want all your attention, I want all your time, and all that should be just for me. And if, when you love from that place, I think that's those are the people who are like, don't love your dominant. 
because if you can't really uh, love with some kind of parameters to it, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. And I get that. And I and I appreciate someone who could who could tell me that, look, I, I'm real susceptible to, you know, attachment or being in love with you if we do certain things. Are you? Am I what? Are you? Am I what? Are you are you susceptible? Are you, is that what you're saying? You are susceptible to, to being in love and being in attachment? No, not, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, of course. Oh, oh, okay. I, I mean, of course. I mean, uh, of course. If you, uh, to me, you can't control who you love. It's, no. You, know, you really, yeah. you really just can't control who That's you love. Truth. But, but <laughs> you can control the expectations of that, and be honest with the limitations. And also the options that yeah. are available within that, and I think a lot of people just look at love one way, like, and it has to be the way that they think it should go. And so when you have that, that that leads you to like, if I can't have that, I don't want, you know, it can't be anything, or I don't know how you. That's like, I get it. I mean, that's almost like saying, well, you can have a dude that you just fucking, but you can do it for years and not be in love with that person. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, to do something like that, to have intimate interactions with the opposite sex or with the same sex, whatever, someone you're attracted to. Yeah. It's hard to think that you can do that for long periods of time and not have some level of love for that person. Yeah. Now, don't, it doesn't have to be that base level love, though, right? That base level love deals with possession, like kind of crazy possession and, you know, that whole let's get married. Yeah, the kind sometimes of, it's kind of hot, though. Huh? Sometimes that's kind of hot. It is kind of hot, but sometimes I mean, that, that beach you know, love is there's like... There's a fine line there, but you know, like we see all those, you know, like, you know, all the, you know, when you see all the dominant submissive stuff, it's usually like, you know, I'm yours, you're mine. That stuff, I mean, I'm, I gotta tell you, I, just, I find that extremely hot on some levels, you know, it's like, you know, knowing that you belong to somebody. But look, but what's the base, but the base love is this. I meet you, you meet me, I like you, you like me, we date. We do things, boom, boom. We love each other. Now we're going to be in a committed relationship. Okay, boom, boom. And then eventually we get married. I mean, I swear to God, out of, if you meet 10 women, at least seven mm -hmm. of them want to be married. Mm -hmm. at, at least seven. So sure. so going into that situation as a man, let me just speak from a man's point of view. When you go into a situation, like ultimately a single woman wants to be married uh, out here at our in our maturity, you know, at our age. Yeah. Women want to yeah. be married. Like, women over 35 generally just want to be, uh -huh. somewhere along the line, want to be married. Second, third, or fourth time getting married. They want to be married. Uh, and I'm not saying everybody, so please don't be offended if you hear this. You might be yeah. one of the three. No. Right? No. You might be one of the three. But I'm just saying, as a man... Well, see, I've never been married. I'm, I'm curious about it. Oh, my God. You're blessed. <laughs> <laughs> You're smart. I'm, just, I'm joking about that, but but honestly, for a lot of women, and I mean most women, that that's their their end goal is to have mm -hmm. that kind of relationship that leads to marriage. So yes, I understand that they're speaking from don't fall in love with your dominant. If don't fall in love with him, if you're just if he's just a a way of gaining experience into being a sub and experience what it's like to be a sub. Yeah. But you know. If you don't, yeah. have, if you don't, if, if there's no limitations yeah. like that, then I mean, I'm with you. I think you should have, I think you should allow yourself to feel everything that comes along with being a submissive. 
Yeah, I mean, so that's that's kind of my point. So, I mean, I understand. Yes, I get. You know, I understand both camps. I mean, I think you know, if you're just if you're just doing you know sessions and training, and you know that's what you're after, then then yeah, I mean, obviously, don't you know? Let's not confuse the issue. You know, you don't need to go falling in love. Um, but and and and. It's not, you know, it, while it's not intentional, the, you know, the, the other way of looking at it, right. Where, you, you know, it's not, I'm not saying like, you have to say, oh yes, you know, if you have a Dom, you have to be in love with them. No, I mean, you don't obviously. And, but, but it's what, ha- what can happen is, and it is likely to happen, you know, if you and that dominant are together a lot doing real intense things over time, that's gonna, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna go somewhere. And the deeper, you know, like I, th- I, I honestly believe, like I wouldn't have been able to getting as deep as I have in my exploration with it. Had the, the I think the love had to be had to come, because if it wouldn't have, I it would have it would have stayed the way it was in the beginning, which was you know surface surface level as far as the you know the feeling part of it. But once I just really just said, you know what, I, I just want to feel this. I want to feel all of it, everything. I have no, I didn't have any preconceived ideas about where it was going to take me, none. I just wanted to really blow the doors off and and say, you know, fuck it, I'm going for it. I want to see what this is about. I want to experience it. I, I want to see how deep I can go with it. And you know, part of the risk, I guess, that I was taking in doing that was, you know, you're going to build some feelings, but, Mm -hmm. but man, I got, but I got to, I mean, that risk reward, fuck, was it worth it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, just, you know, for what I've, you know, realized about my, I mean, just the, yeah, what I've realized about myself and cause I don't just literally, I don't, I wouldn't, if I wouldn't have done that, I don't think I would have realized how how much I how much that really is a part of me, how much I really do need that out of my relationships. And I probably would have gone back to the vanilla stuff and still been just just kind of as confused as ever as like, yeah, you know, I mean, this is all great, well and good, but how come I don't how come I'm not just like super excited about this or this guy or whatever? You know what I mean? Like it was always everything was always good, you know. Yeah, it's great, you know, but it wasn't that can I, great. Can you know I, what I mean? can I read you something I I found earlier? Sure. It's a uh, I don't know. It's not a, really a poem, but it's a it's a little writing by this guy named Jack London. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this: I'd rather I would rather be ashes than dust. I would rather that my spark should burn out in a brilliant blaze then it should be stifled by dry rot. I would rather be a superb meteor, every atom of me in magnificent glow, than a sleepy and permanent planet. The function of a of man is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. Jack London. I yeah, think that's, that's perfect. That's well perfect, said. right? Well said, right? That's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Jack London. Thank you, Jack London. <laughs> you I, po- to it. I posted that on Facebook. I was like, I don't know who Jack is, but he nailed this. And, and the whole thing is it. not being scared to experience life 
And another one, another thing comes to my mind, uh, the old saying, and I, you know, I've said this before in another podcast, but I'd rather have been loved and lost love than never been loved before. And it's, it's, it's what you, is what your soul seeks out, you know? And if it's love, if love what it is and you go hard for it, you crash, you burn and you get up. But when you look back at it, you're like, man, I, I mean, it was worth it. Yeah. It is really, right. it's really worth it. It really, really is worth it because it's the experience. It's the being, allowing yourself, uh, people say, oh, I allow myself to be vulnerable. No, just allowing yourself to experience every, yeah. every emotion and every little in, in, intricate part of those interactions. And I was listening to you say the sessions. I think in particular, the thing that gets you more so wrapped into someone is not actually the physical sessions themselves. I think it's, 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 it's the... It's the seduction to get to that point. Yes. And it's also, and it's also after that's over is also the aftercare because the aftercare is when you, is when the dominant has to bring more feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And that's when a dominant has to have a more gentle side to him and a more thoughtful side, right? When you're in a session, <clears throat> he's the more measured aggressor. But in aftercare, you're the provider as a dominant. You're the provider. You're the nurturer. And so that brings both parties full circle. You know, and a woman to experience a man in a very masculine role, in a somewhat feminine role, is a beautiful thing because it's just humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's a man fixing what he's broken or not necessarily broken, but he takes you to a certain extent and then he brings you back by nurturing you back, you know? Um, that's why it's horrible for us. That's why submissives, some submissives have a hard time because they never received proper aftercare, you know? They never had a session and then been massaged afterward or had a, had a bath ran for them and had that dominant weight on them to bring them down and to bring them out and to just be there in that capacity. People have never felt that. And so yeah. when you have these extreme plays and don't get aftercare, that leaves a person a little broke. They don't know that. And if they don't know that, they don't know. But to know what that does, that 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 could that can confuse a person. That can hurt a person. You have to administer aftercare. And aftercare to me is where the bonding comes in. To me, the process of getting you to do some of these extreme things and the nurturing part at the end, for me, is where the intimacy truly comes in. Now, in session, yes, because we're touching, but that's more of the physical side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But everything else more is the mental side. Now, nurturing is, is physical as well, but it's also mental because, you know, you have you might have to have a conversation, you know. Maybe she likes to have a book read to her. Maybe you know, it's everybody has different needs. So you have to know those things and you have to anticipate that to give them the best experience at the end. So yeah. Yeah, you know what though, I kind of want to add something to that because I really think that, you know, the in addition to what you said, that 
where I see the, a lot of, you know, like a true, what a true dominant is. And you, you know, you, we've said this before, you've said this, you know, it's kind of like a nurturer. It's all these other little things. It's, it's accumulation of all the other little things in between. Mm-hmm. It's just daily, you know, this or that. It could just be, how's your day? It could be, um, the way someone, you know, looks out for you, or even it, where it might be irritating, puts your foot puts their foot down, or you know, in order to if they think that you're in harm's way, you know. I mean, just it's all these little things, you know. Hey, I'm thinking about you, or I miss you, or what, you know, just. Hey, but isn't there a difference between love and being in love? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I could, I could totally. Just, I love a lot of people. Yeah, I love I'm a lot a, of people. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's being in love. Love is something completely different. Yes, yes. I think you can be. I think you can love your dominant and love your submissive without being in love with them. Oh, um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think people are just scared to be to fall in love, and in particular, fall in love with BDSM on top of it. It's just as a. I think the fear is. Oh, it's so I, fucking intense. You should be afraid. Right. I'm seriously, be afraid, people. Be but, very afraid. But you know what it is, though? It's, <laughs> no, don't be afraid. You know what it is? It, fucking it, run from me. But the, Turn the fuck around. Back it up. Right. <laughs> Lay scratch out of that driveway. Just get the fuck up. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what the truth, but to say don't love your dominant, you know what the real, to me, what the real fear of it all is? The real fear is not everybody's into it. So once you go deep, deep, deep like that into this kind of lifestyle and do these kind of things, the fear of being in love is like, if this doesn't work, who else out there is like this? I've never met someone oh, like this. Or I don't meet yeah. guys. Or I've been, I mean, I've met some people, but, they, uh, but this one right here, wow, I've really got mm-hmm. one. You know, and I, and I think the fear is if I, if I fall in love, and this doesn't work. The heartbreak is not not being able to be in a loving relationship, but maybe to be in, in a loving BDSM relationship, because it's not the norm. The norm is is we meet, we date, mm-hmm. we committed relationship, marriage, or so, some version want, of that. Mm-hmm. You want to you want like a true confession here? Okay, go ahead. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my I think my biggest fear is like um because I've realized how much I really want and need the B, you know want and need that BDSM dynamic and or just the dominant submissive dynamic my biggest because you know when you with cowboy and that's the first person I've ever done that with and I mean it took a lot of time and patience and all that on his part to get me where I am Right. And um and man, I mean, he's knocked it out of the park. And my fear is okay, you know, 
We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. Is this replicatable? Is there any possible way I could ever have this again? Or is this just like, I've just, I've gone to the top of the mountain and, you know, just, just enjoy it and be grateful you experienced it because you're not going to have it again. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Yeah. That's I know. A, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm totally, that's, I'm totally, you know, it's, it's, I'm not like, I'm not fearful to the point that I would, you know, I'm not fearful like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm not, I have to hold on to this person because of fear. Right. I just have sort of been, you know, I've set an expectation of, well, you know, that was great and amazing. And, you know, you may not ever find that again. And, and, and there you go. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I guess I'm not letting, I'm not fearful of it, but it's definitely a thought that goes through my head. You know, I don't let that, I don't let that make decisions for me. Right. Um, but, but uh, it's crossed my mind where I go, you know, that just might, that might be the case, I, you know, cause it's hard to imagine having that again with someone else. And although I will say, I, I also realized, you know, it's the first time I've ever gone that deep with somebody. So it's almost like when you, back when you it was it's almost like your first love you know mm-hmm. it's just like everything's so new everything's so intense mm-hmm. and and you know and you think you know when you break up with your first boyfriend you know you think oh my god I've, my life's over i'll never you know have this again and maybe you know i mean you really believe that you right. know <laughs> so if i if i kind of look at look at that example and i say okay you know um that might that might not be true obviously as as i've seen you know having other relationships and growing up and all that but but there is but there is also a realistic side of me too that now that i'm older and now that i've experienced such a wide range of relationships you know and and different and so many different levels and dynamics you know you do know when you have found something really rare and you do know that it think there are there thing there are relationships that are very rare and and they're not meant to be you don't stumble across them all the time you're not supposed to mm-hmm. and so you know whether it happens again or it doesn't i don't know but um but it definitely does cross my mind like eh, i just don't how is this replicatable i don't know right but that that's it i just don't know you know yeah, and I mean, you know, look, I mean, this is your first time experience, so, right, yeah. I mean, those are, the, right, so, I mean, you, you know. I, it's deep. <laughs> it, it is, it's very it deep. Leaves, it's, it's very it runs, deep. woof. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's in your soul. It's in your soul. And some of it is, let me not make a disaster where one doesn't need to be made. Let me mm-hmm. just ride the wave, enjoy the experience, yeah. and it's going to do what it's going to do. It's either going to yeah. come, it's either going to come together yeah. or fall apart. Right. It is what it is, you know, and 
Um, because certain things have limitations, and as as great and wonderful as they are, they have limitations for yes. reasons that are nobody's right. fault. Right. You know, and just, and yeah. so you have to. He be... and I have a big. You know, we have a big age difference. We already know that's it. That's in We we already know that's an insurmountable. Um, you know, it's just it's right. It's, you know, it's just something that we can't really right. Um, but it's a built-in factor. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a built-in factor that that puts some kind of box around your expectations when it comes to certain things in a relationship and love. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, can I stop you really quickly? Because I just I just actually had a thought that I'd never had before, so kind of interesting. Um, I just, when you said it, put, it puts a box around something, I, I it kind of, it just gave me the thought that you know so because i'm not experienced in this and because this is my first experience but because we you know there because of just between he and i there's just certain limitations that just they just are um you know maybe i'll be optimistic here maybe with somebody else that where those those limitations didn't exist you know maybe it there's a whole nother there's a whole nother level you know that I could get to, for sure. Um, oh, you know, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, of course, of course. Um, where you gain in one area, you might lose in another area. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but certainly, um, having someone your age, the comp, the the common, the things that you have in common are much more greater in number. Um, uh. Yeah, I mean it's and, and so like it's funny because I was telling you like this young lady we have certain limitations with us with we're we're close in age she's younger than me but we're close in age but we have different family dynamics and different situations living situations that you know have limitations on on the things that we can do and so there's there's always something you know. Um, Age would be yeah. dif- age would be different, um, only because I probably, I probably wouldn't. I don't know someone in there. I don't know someone younger than me, significantly younger. Um, I probably would, you know, put them in a mentorship kind of situation. Like I, I would mentor their submission. I don't think yeah. I would really want to take that on for myself. I don't know. I say that now. Who knows? I meet somebody tomorrow, and it could be full-blown i don't know but um just in my mind the way i think of it you know i would rather have somebody close to my close to my age as well just for yeah. commonality and also just your station in life you know like you're yeah. you're you're not on your come up you're kind of in your you you are who you are right um that your 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 life is more settled right and mm-hmm. and, and and more so too you you should know who you are over forty, and you should be very comfortable with 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 um, owning that. And if you're not, you, your actions speak anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, you can't fake it that much, and and I'm too I'm too mature not to see it. So that that makes that makes um, dating a little easier at this age. Yeah, because um, at this age, people are looking to cut the bullshit out. Because time is limited. I mean, look, if you're dealing with a woman that's a professional woman or a woman that has a family, you know, kids or whatever, a child or, or plural, um, their their day is not going to be filled with what's going on with you. Their day is going to be filled with 
their life, making their life happen, and we all have to fit in. And in today's society, in American society, everybody works. So no one is just sitting at home, just waiting on you. So we have, you know, we just have a different dynamic as Americans. And, yeah. And, and, you know, so for I like me... Sitting, I like the sitting at home and waiting on someone, though. That's cool, too. I mean, I'm, I'm all for... I do. I'm all for... I've done it. I was married for eight years like that. So I know. And I, I like it, too. Um, but it's, it's just every, you know, this society, if a woman wants to be professional, have a career, you know, your time is limited. That's why I, I, I really, the, the do you know what, can I, can I really quickly, I'm sorry, I just want to, because okay. I think it's so important. I, I think that I want to, I want to just interject just a little bit of like common yeah. sense to anybody that's going to take it, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Having been, I can say this, having been super ambitious, work-driven, you know, all that stuff, what I think I want, what I want women to know about that is there's, you know, you always strike a balance in the world, in this life. And that means, you know, to get something, you know, you did it at the, you know, expense, that might not be the right proper word, but, you know, you, you forego other things. And... You know, it's hard to, you know, I think women, we have to kind of come to this uh, crossroads where we have it's like, okay, you know, where, where do we want to be? You know, like what, what is it that's most important? And I can honestly say after, you know, working hard for a lo- many, many years and being super ambitious and achieving a lot that while that's nice financially, don't get me wrong, you know, it's nice to have that security and that comfort. I would have all, you know, I missed out on facing certain things in life with somebody together with them, you know, as a team. And now that I have a little, now that I'm older and have a little more life experience, I can really say that the most rewarding is really just to be, you know, really to care for others, you know, and, and have that and have it reciprocated. It really isn't about, you know, it really is the most, in my opinion, the, the higher, kind of the higher calling. Um, just my two cents, just throwing it out there. You know, I, I, like I said, I think there's a way to strike a balance and do both. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, women wanting to be very ambitious is great. But it's, but we also need to be careful about it because it set us up for some big disappointments in the romance department. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that? Do you think it's just because you close yourself off to love and romance or you you just don't have time for it? Yeah, because um, both, both, you know, you uh, I mean, that's really what, you know, that's the genesis of this whole, you know, Cure Scroll Diaries project. I put, you know, my the the guinea pig, me being the guinea pig of my own social experiment, you know, when I just realized it had been. X amount of years before, you know, that I, that I wasn't even dating or having sex or anything because I just put work and dollars in my bank account and, you know, deals and projects, everything mm-hmm. that above everything. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was my lover. That was my porn. That was my, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just, that was my, everything. So I went, I just took it to the extreme. And I think, you know, with, with women, we're very, you know, we want to prove that, Hey, we're badasses too. And, and, and it's hard for us to look at, you know, if you, if you're like that, that, that 
it's hard to look at it like a, a stay-at-home mom and and think she's a badass, you know. Mm-hmm. But guess what? She's a motherfucking badass. Right. She's running that household. She's making sacrifices. She's putting her, you know, her family and and husband first, or you know, whatever that dynamic is. And you know, and um, uh, that takes a lot. It takes a really, you know, t- probably not somebody I was in my twenties. No way. Right. No way. It was way too selfish. So. You know, I just think that um, I think that we women, we as women right now, with all the opportunity that we do have, we just have to be careful about, you know, keeping it balanced, keeping it into perspective and, you know, and and just really realizing that we're all going to, you know, we're all going to we live and we die. And, you know, what how do we want to fill in that space in between now and dead? How do you, you know, how do you want the, how do you want this one life you have to go? And so I think having good, a good loving relationship is a pretty important thing where I can say that now, whereas before I just was like, eh, pfft, who cares? Right. <laughs> Literally, I just like, no, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I could care less. And right. now, now I really put that on a pedestal. I really hold that in high regard. And so for me, you know, like, at this point in my life, if I can take, if I can be in a in a great relationship with someone and really take care of them, just really take care of them, you know, because I know it comes back. When I say like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know when you when you when you put that much out there to somebody else, it comes back. Right. So, but it feels it feels really good to take care of somebody and be an important part of their day and make them feel good. It feels amazing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that that's the thing I didn't know, you know, when I was caught up in the my my super, super ambitious, you know, my super ambition hamster wheel. You know? right. um, and yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so it's funny because, you know, we ended 2019 with you and this love thing. And so I know and you have been fighting it. I've been fighting it, man, and you just keep bringing it up. I'm like, oh my god, you trying to just drag me in with you? You just try to drag me in. You just want company with this thing. You just want to look over and be like, see, you in love too. Uh, uh. But no, um, I no, I completely feel you uh, when you you know just wanting to, and I and I mentioned that uh, at the at the, the last year I had not. Um, been in a loving BDSM kind of relationship and I would like to experience that. So that is one of those things that I would, you know, that I definitely would like to experience. And it's, but it's, um, but it's also a thing that I'm not like, um, looking for, you know, like if I meet somebody tomorrow, I'm not looking to see, is she the one, she the one, you know? Well, no, no, right, right. You yeah. Know? You're not, yeah. You're not out there like, oh my God, desperate. Right, for but it. but make it myself. It's just that you're open to it, right? O- open, open to it, open to talking about it. Ugh. <laughs> open <laughs> to talking about Ugh. it. <laughs> Ugh. Oh my god, that's but, hilarious. But yes, I mean, you know, it, it is. You know, it is. It's a. Um, it's funny because. Wait a minute. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold on, mister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you on the phone the other day. I'm going to out your ass right now. Oh, you're going to out me? Don't do that. Go ahead. Go ahead, out me. I'll out you. 
<laughs> You'll thank me later. Go ahead, help me. Go ahead. You, I was talking to you on the phone, and you were at work, and you're telling everybody, I'm marrying a white woman. I'm talking to her right now. Yes, I'm marrying this white woman. I'm talking to her right now. Everybody, everybody was shitting their pants. They were like, they like, what? What are you talking about? But it's funny because I played uh, some of our podcasts yeah. at, in a barbershop. And my guys, they love it. They love it. It's I know. It's good stuff. It is good. It is good stuff, man. These so are we, good topics. I need. That's why. That's why you have good subject matter ideas because you guys are. You guys are just naturally talking about it every day. I would love to sit in the barbershop and shoot the shit like for a week straight. Seriously, because oh I know I, I'd have the best conversations. I get the best ideas. I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna come in and say, "Can I sweep the floors or whatever?" Like, <laughs> I'll do the hair washes. You gonna do the I'm hair wash? You gonna shampoo? Everybody loves a good head massage, right? Mm. A head mm -hmm. massage from the Curious Girl. Hello. I'm washing your hair today. If you're in here, these guys... Shampoo girl. These guys will be looking at me like, what the hell you got going on? You got some shit going You always got something going on, don't you? And you know what? Just to freak them out, you can say she's a sub in training. Yeah, so she's... Put some, put some chain on my ankle and chain, me to, chain me to the pipes of Seriously. the... Seriously. Of the shampoo bowl, yeah. And but that's what she's back there. They would be like, "Yo, you are wild." That they would love that. They would be like, "Yo, my barber is wild. He the best. He's the bomb. He's the best." You'd have people like this. The word would spread like wildfire. You would have people coming in. They just want to see this. Like, yeah, they just want to see it. Yeah. I put a little mask on you. They'd be like, "What the hell? Why you got the on? Let that boy tripping." Oh no, we don't want to cover all this up, baby. We don't. We don't want to cover all that. We just need to see. No, we no, no, no. They just need to see your eyes and your lips. That's it. We need to let the world see this. Okay, we're gonna let the world see it. <laughs> we're gonna let the world see it. Let let the secret out. Let it out. I, I say as I've been hiding for over three years. <laughs> Hilarious. I know. I wonder if people think I'm ugly. Yeah, that that would be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a mistake. I wonder I'm, if people think like she must be like really homely. We don't know. I'm one of the I'm one of the few that actually know what you look like. Yeah, That's I know. So funny, and so and so uh, and so. I, I so, always tell people it's I have that. I just I feel like my look is the girl next door look, but I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't know how guys would categorize you, but when they say, "Well, what are you looking?" I'm like, "Well, I just you know, it's like that you know, like girl next door look, that kind of classic." All Americana kind of look. Well, let me tell you something. If the girl next door could um, bend over and head could touch the floor <laughs> with her legs straight, then we. <laughs> I need to be right. That's 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 the next door neighbor I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, next to her, I'd be like, "When is your When is your good day? I'm coming <laughs> over. Yeah. I'm coming over." Just a yogi, simple little yogi. I'm coming over <laughs> during yoga time, <laughs> but you know. All right, back so back we're so all right. So back to the subject. Back to the subject of love. The, uh, and, and, oh, love God. your dog. Jeez. Oh, so so yes. Yeah, so I mean. So again, we're gonna go back to knowing yourself. If you're the type that you know, sex and your heart are all connected, and they are now, yeah. Yeah, if they if they're connected and you can't separate them in no situation, 
Oh, right? well, no, I can still separate them. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, but if you're the type of person that all that's all inclusive in every mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. you're in, then mm-hmm. you, then you need to be honest with yourself and be front and be upfront with that. Like, listen, dude, if if we if you know if we have sex, I'm pr- I'm prone to go to be attached and to grow feelings. So yeah. unless you're really trying to deal with that, then we need to have uh, we need to separate intercourse which is yeah. which is doable you sure. could you could totally do a session without having sex with the person so uh-huh. you know and training us up so interesting so tell me okay uh-huh. tell me about that because obviously i've never done that tell me so what are you doing are they are you getting them with the hitachi i mean is there still like a sexual thing to it or is it just i want spankings i want the i want to be flogged i want you know pinwheel. tell me all the above. All the above. Everything's but there's the... no but you're just saying there's no penis to vagina penetration. Right. There's no kissing. There's no nope. no kissing. Does she touch your are you is it there blowjobs involved? No. 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 <gasps> okay. Now so when you leave a session like that, how do you feel? Aren't aren't you like are you getting turned on? Yeah, of course you get turned on. You definitely get yeah. turned on, but you you know, but your mind is different. Your mind is different, so you. This you, is interesting. Yeah, you, you perform your you perform your duty, and when you're done, you're done. And whatever way you, if you're still feeling a certain kind of way, then you find another way to get it off. Hmm. So okay, so let me ask you this now. Be honest. When you're done with these sessions, are, do you jack off? I don't jack off at the session. I don't. Um. I normally would have some. I've had a session and just. And not been very aroused like that, you know. Ooh, why not? Uh, because sex is not a part of it. So I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm already in a certain mood. So once the session is over, I'm going to, you know, provide the aftercare, and then is I'm I get into cleaning up, washing, you know, washing mm-hmm. whatever novelties we use. Uh, you know, sure. I get to washing them off, and so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like going to a massage appointment. Like you get a massage, yeah. the person that touched on you, but once yeah. you get once your time is up, you get up on that table, session's over and it's you know, and it's you know, there's nothing sexual about it, you know, far as from the practitioner's point. So you have to have a little different That's so interesting. I'm now you got me you kinda got me thinking. I'm like, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean you just have to have the mind for it though. You know, you Oh sure. You, you have no, to be, you have to be very disciplined and, and trust me, it, it doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy to do that. But when you hello, yes, oh, it doesn't come easy. But when you have these objectives that y'all agree to before you even start up, then you come in like that, and you know you don't deviate off of that because it's about being disciplined. And as a and as a and as a mm-hmm. man, I want to hold true to to what the word is. The word is this. So let's stay there. And a lot of times the sub. Or, you know, sometimes a woman or the other person in general, even if you're a feminine dom, a femme dom with a male, sometimes the sub wants to tempt you to the point of that to see. A lot of it is testing your metal too, to see if you really are true to who you are. So, mm-hmm. you, you, so, so you do it. You stay focused and disciplined. No matter how excited you are, if you're that excited, like you said, after they leave, you go jerk off. If not, you do what you do, and then however else you get your you get your thing off, you get it off. Okay, so you've also though had 
I mean, you've also had experiences where that's that's one way of doing it. But then you've also had experiences where you are you are having sex. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, and is that just because that's what you guys agreed upon on the front end? It's like I want this to be sexual. Well, yeah, because our our relationship was one of 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 dating and mm-hmm. and okay. exploring, right? And mm-hmm. it's not look, I'm you know you know I'm a dom and you're a sub and you want to be trained. Um, like I've had you know you know uh, subs contact me you know, online and just ask me, could I be their doc? Can you be my doc? I'm like, no, but I can help mentor you, you know, um, because mm-hmm. if, if I'm going to claim you as my sub, like I have, I got to have hands on you, you know, I got to have hands on you, trainings and stuff like that. But, you know, just online, I could just mentor you, coach you, you know, give you some lightweight assignments and stuff like that to do just to get you in that mind frame. But if I'm claiming you, it just has to be a total kind of ownership kind of thing yeah and it comes with a different level of expectations that when a person is just online people can skirt the rules you know but when it's but when you actually see them they know that there's a there's a repercussion to not following following the rules that that they have that they gotta pay the piper at some point and you know just being able to sit and look a person in the face and then just be questioned about why didn't you come through on your end Holding people sure. accountable, you know, yeah, that's, that's that's huge. Holding someone accountable, that's huge in this in this lifestyle. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, wow, okay, interesting. I, yeah, I'm 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 sort of uh, I'm looking at this from a different point of view. Um, I like that. Right, like for example, for you, like what if what if you meet a guy that's experienced and he does certain things certain sessions that maybe Cowboy and doesn't do. Um, and you're like, well, I would like to experience that, you mm-hmm. know, but you would go in like, look, this is what it is. I'm not looking for intercourse, blah, blah, but I would really like to experience that. Like, I know some girls that's like, they're like, oh, man, I really want to experience bondage being suspended. Now, there's not mm-hmm. a lot, of, now, I, I can't say there's not a lot of guys, but, um, you know, that's a whole different kind of, that's a whole different kind of patience and art form and knowledge that goes into the lifestyle that you that 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 I, w- I would be willing to say more than not you meet a dom they really don't do that they can do some bondage but far as suspension that's a whole another thing and so you might meet a guy that does suspension and you've never done it you like yeah i really like to do a session like that now that's going to be intimate too you know um that's going to be intimate because you probably right. will, you're not going to have as much clothes on do you want to have clothes on you know, yeah. uh, do you want to have this as some kind of scene where we 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 uh, act out a certain kind of thing and then you get tied up and suspended and blah blah blah? So see, I think this, there's certain I think there's certain really just kind of off the wall like kinky shit that I would have to go to somebody else for. Okay. Now he doesn't. He'd probably be like, "What? What? What the fuck?" I, I mean, I mean just like. What is that? I mean, you know, yeah, I'm, I mean like, I'm, I'm thinking that too. Like, that what's that? But you don't have to. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to give it up right now. But no, I'm, I'll say what it is. No, I'll just say like, I, you know, my, my, you know, I've always had that rape fantasy. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Right. But it's probably kind of, you know, physical and a little bit dark and maybe, you know, 
maybe he wouldn't want to go there with me. Maybe, you know what I mean? Listen, like that would ask, a, that would ask a lot of him too. Can we be technical? Let's yeah. be technical. Consent, non-consent play. Of course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. My, yes. Thank you for pointing Cons- that. Consent, non-consent It's a play. role play. It's a role play. It's a play. role play. Yes. It's a role play. play. But you know, I, but, but, um, yeah, it's tough because and maybe maybe you know that maybe and I don't know I absolutely do not know so I you know I don't want to say like putting any kind of you know I'm not putting any words in his mouth I I don't know but you know um I have tried to push the I have tried to push there's been times where you know I'm kind of being being bratty being naughty and you know and I'm trying to pu- I'm trying to provoke him mm-hmm. and not in a good way really not in a good way i want i want to get him pissed off and i want him to bring that energy and take it out on me mm-hmm. and he doesn't you know he won't he won't i mean he knows we're like there's a, he has a line mm-hmm. and, and you know he he's very physical and very you know he can be very aggressive but but he has a like a line you know mm-hmm. and i feel i i feel like i've you know, I've tried to push that, mm-hmm. and and so you know, maybe it's that maybe it's that he would have a hard time um, really going there, getting into that role play with me, and and you know what, and to, to as well for me, I might have a hard time. Like, what if I have a bad reaction to it, and he's the one that did it, right? You know, so and so you know that's what I'm saying. So maybe you know for something like that. If I ever wanted to do act that out, have that role play, have role play that scenario mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. it might need to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very tough. I mean, some of the things like consent, not consent play, and maybe some other scenes. I mean, but, you still have to do. So those are very physical, right? I mean, you still have to do some. No, it's mental. It's just, it's more mental. And I, and, you know, like I spoke about this on my very first podcast with Nikki. Um, because this is what she liked and it took me to you know it took a lot of me to do it and at first you know i was all right i'm, I'm all right because i was i with nikki is like you with cowboy in mm-hmm. right i was new she was more experienced and yeah. she was like yo this is what i i like this and i need this so i was like okay i'll, I'll do it and what what it is is for a man when a man prides himself on being able to get a woman on his own conversation or his own seductive lures that have nothing to do with brute force and taking something. Um, it's hard for you to put yourself in that mindset to think that, I that okay, I'm a player rapist. You know, I'm just going to flat out take it. And that is, the thing is, when you talk to men about rape, men wonder like how can a man's dick get hard taking a woman you know like guys just be like you fighting her you fighting her you gotta you know you gotta you know you gotta you know you gotta get a you know clothes off or whatever 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 but you actually your dick is hard enough to have sexual intercourse with her and it's something that regular your average dude that has no rape fantasies in him it's just hard for him to wrap his mind around and it's hard to muster up that kind of energy right um so i get it because i've been there but after doing it the first time i kind of felt like damn 
and she actually gave me aftercare. Like, oh, let me, let me, let me just console you because, like, listen. And she explained to me, "This is not about you. It's about me. But I appreciate you trying, you know, to." Mm -hmm. And then she just told me about some personal experiences she had, and that was the way she dealt with it. Yeah. And like I said, we done it. We did it a couple times after that, and I and I eased into it more and more as you do it because my understanding of what I'm doing is not about me. It's not. This isn't about me having to force myself on on a woman. So, but this is role play. So I'm in a I'm in a role, and so now you have to become a, a good actor, you know, and it, that takes some practice, not only with that person, but just yourself to get into that character. Like, well, let me let me just try to get into that aggressive. I'm taking a character, you know, and so I don't know. You might want to watch some movies or watch some shows or something where the guy's a complete aggressive asshole, you know, maybe. You know, to get your kind of understanding of what to bring to the table. But, yeah, it's just more mental for guys, yeah. you know. Yeah. But in this consent, not consent, the underlying, the under the, the main thing about it all is it is consent. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, and, and, like... so, and so that makes it easier for you. But, mm -hmm. this, but to ask me to straight flat out rape a woman, it, it, or, or, you know, or to have that in my mind is just, a place I just can't even fathom, you know, being that desperate or just being that mentally fucked up. So, but when you put, look, we all in agreement. This is how it's going. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna climb through this window. You're gonna, you're gonna drop. You're gonna drop. You, right? You're gonna drop the plate on the floor. You're gonna act like you're gonna try to grab your phone, call the police. I'm gonna grab you. I'm gonna turn you around. You got your little. You got your little kitchen dress on. I'm gonna pull the kitchen dress on, push you over the fucking, you know, the sink. I'm gonna fuck your pussy real good, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna leave you, and I'm gonna jump back out the window. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I wasn't quite thinking quite like that, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know how you know however you want to do it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you can really detail it out, so it's just right. not like. Cause you don't want the you don't want a guy or a person who 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 doesn't have that fantasy in their head. You don't want them to be in a situation like that, far as um, role playing, and them not know what their role entails. Like you just be like, "Oh, you're gonna be the rapist." It's like, "Oh shit, well, what the fuck? Like, how do I do that?" You gotta be like, "Look, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna yeah. be the rapist, right? You know what I'm saying?" So you yeah. gotta you gotta really be like, "Look." No, I know. Hey, so guess you, what, honey? Come on over. We're going to do some role play tonight. Ooh. And then, exactly. okay, so you're going to be the rapist. <laughs> exactly. You're like, what? Right. So you have to be like, look, this is what we're going to do. You're going to be, and yeah. I'm going to be, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or like, oh, we yeah. went out to the bar or, you know, but I'm yeah. going to meet you at this bar. We're going to have some yeah. drinks. we act like we never met. You know, we never met. And then, you know, we'll go back to my apartment. You're going to act like, you know, I'm taking a chance. And then all of a sudden, you know, shit like that. Like, however you want to do it. But to me... And maybe it's just because I'm a Virgo. I like shit like that kind of spelled out so everybody knows what their role is. Unless everybody's used to that, you know, kind of play, then you can add lit. But when you when you have someone that's a novice, they need to know how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, so that way you don't get that like, well, damn, I mean, was that 
Was that is that how it really goes, or or did you really pour a little extra on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, well, and also I, I, just just to throw it out there, of course, to anybody who's listening. I mean, I think it goes with. I think this is common sense. It goes without saying, but let's say it anyway. Um, you you would always have a safe word when you did when you engaged in something like that. Yes. And that would that way, you know, if anybody got uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, you know. You could, we could, you, you would throw that out there. Mm-hmm. I know, I know yours is pineapples. Pineapples, bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. Bubbles. I thought it was pineapples. Bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. That cracks me up. <laughs> See, you know what? Now, one of these days, I'm going to make you say that safe word. <laughs> the, oh, Lord, jeez. Oh, see, that's. That's a fantasy of yours. <laughs> you, you trying to get me to be a sub? You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> shame, shame of you. Shame, shame on a girl, a girl can dream. You don't, you don't want to be in love. You, you, you ain't ready for that kind of love. <laughs> oh come on now. Uh, so anyway, so back, but, but get back to the love thing. Where am I landing on love? Yeah. What you mean? Weigh in on it. Where's your final, what's your final answer? Far, oh, what's my final answer as far as uh, being able to should you or shouldn't you love your dominant? Yes. I think I, well, it's not as easy as yes or no. Um, so to recap, I'm going to say, um, you one, you have to know yourself. If you can't be in intimate situations sexually, uh, far as like would be the SM play and not be in love and not have love be a part, then you need to be upfront about that. Um, now, if you're just seeking training or just to be in a session, then you yourself need to be able to control that whole love thing. Um, that's entirely on the per. That's entirely to an individual. You know, it's entirely to each individual to control themselves based upon the 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 restraints that the relationship called for but i don't think it's bad to be in love with your dominant i think it's bad to be in love with just some dominant that you met and don't really know and he's not really investing in you but uh it depends on how y'all start you know if y'all starting dating like it's kind of a dating kind of thing and you know it's just like a regular relationship how long can you date someone without it turning into something serious if you really like that person you're interested in them how do you prevent love from happening so it does it just doesn't really make sense um unless unless you're going to if you're saying don't love your dominant then i don't think you can say you have a dominant i think you can have a dominant mentor or dominant friend but i don't think you can say i have a dominant that owns me but i'm not going to be in love with them like that's you know that just i don't see how that works i really don't i haven't i haven't even heard it working like that yeah yeah i think i think we're i think we're on the same page with that i mean i think um there's it's a wide open field Mm -hmm. and depending on the what each person's there to do Mm -hmm. you know um you know that's going to dictate where that where where love should or shouldn't or could or couldn't really come you know realistically come into play mm-hmm. i can but and i can see like you know 
if it's just if it's just kind of session session work, you know, and training, then no, you know, I mean, I don't think you should that it's not about that. Right. That 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 should be left out of it for sure. Mm-hmm. And and again, not you know, when I when I at the start of this when I referenced that the email that I got, you know, in in all fairness, mm-hmm. that person doesn't know the full dynamic you know they're just they're just basically kind of i think making a they were trying to give me helpful advice mm-hmm. and you know it and i just it just i appreciated it but i also you know for my circumstance you know it's not applicable because that that i needed to really be able to, to make the decision to go deep with someone in in into this and I didn't exactly, like I said, I didn't have a destination in mind. I didn't know what it meant. But I knew that I had to just take, just, just say fuck it and go for it. And I, and I wanted to. I really did. I, w- I was like, I want the experience. I want to see. I'm open to just whatever, whatever it brings. And, 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 and actually love wasn't, wasn't on the radar. It was just, I just really want to feel some deep stuff you know mm. and i want to really see how actually i really want to see how brave i can be and 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 just feel things intensely mm. and deeply and mm. and i did and i do and you know and oh my gosh you know it's 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 it worth it oh fuck yeah it's amazing. There it is that's it amazing. home run yeah home run home so run. so and 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 I think, well, what if I would have, if I wouldn't have done that? I mean, literally, you know, I, I probably would have just been like, oh yeah, again, it would have been like a bucket list item. Like, yeah, I scratched it off the list. I tried it. Yeah, it was, it was hot. It was kind of fun. Blah blah blah. You know, but it wouldn't have, been, I wouldn't have really gotten in there and been able to experience and appreciate what it's really all about. And yeah. so I'm glad that I didn't miss that. You know. And I knew that I, I kind of, I'm glad that I knew what I needed to do for myself to really have that experience and just go for it. And, and I did. And, and the things that came out of it were the things that came out of it, you know, right. totally unplanned, unexpected. And, you know, here you are. But, but then I have to say, you know, then you add those, you add that deep, deep, deep connection to that other person to it. And it's, it's amazing it is just like don't fucking rock your world mm-hmm. uh so so now that i know that i'm like oh my gosh you know like i don't think it's possible and i i mean you know like from the submissives i met i'm not loving i'm not gonna be in love with everybody you know we can mm-hmm. have some really no, good times yeah. really good you know but you know so i don't know how Someone could like love a dominant, leave, love another dominant, leave. I mean, really, is that many out here? Some people just want to be in stuff. You're right. You know? You're absolutely right. I don't believe that they are truly in love because I don't really think they fucking know what it is. No. But that's why they're scared of it. Yeah. No. Where's the. And, and there's a lot, and, and on a, on a good, on a different note here, you know, there's so I think there's you know what I think there I think it is is that there's so few true submissives and there's so few true dominants I mean the people that really will let them you know what I mean like that actually are walking the walk and talking the talk Mm -hmm. 
And there's a lot of fakers. That's just on both ends. I mean, yes. you know, oh, it just, it's almost discouraging. And this is, this is why, like, when I see what, when I, when I know what I've experienced versus what's out there, because mm. I just get bombarded with all these fake fucking ding-dongs all the <laughs> time. I just had another one, like two, before we had our call, you know, messaging me. And I'm just like, and I'm, and I'm trying to be polite, and I don't know why. I'm like, I should just blow this asshole out of the water. Right. But, but, you know, it's like, I mean, the first thing is, first thing they do is, you know, oh, is that, you know, are those your pictures? Oh, um, you know, uh, where are you at home? Can I see your face? I'm like, no. Right. They just come, they don't even ask your name, and they're asking to fucking see your face, you know, like. Yes, yeah. I said, I said no, you know, and they're like, well, why not? I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Well, how do I know those pictures are really you? I said, you don't. Right. You don't just have to take my word for it. Exactly. You don't. And and I don't care. Right. Whether you whether whether you believe it or not, actually, you know, I'm just like. Right. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, I bet you this shit works most of the time. I bet you this mo. And and you know, here's somebody saying, hey, I don't want. You know, I'm an experienced dominant blow. You know, and they're they're really really you know putting up a good ver. You know, the the verbiage is good. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they start chatting with you, it's like boom. You know, and I'm like. What the fuck? Mm. You know, it's, and if you don't know, and I think to myself, if you're not a woman with some backbone or that really knows, I mean, I, I'm instant. I mean, the minute they do that, I'm like, no, you're not a fucking dominant. Cause you, you know, a dominant man just doesn't even lead with any of this shit. Mm. True. They don't lead with any of that. Never, ever. Nope. That's and, so true. And, uh, and I just, I, you know, I, feel, I, I think, I wonder what other women are thinking. Like, is this what they is this what they think these is this what they think a dominant man is all about? Because all we have is this, you know, this poor internet representation of it. Right. And it's it's scary, and not and not everybody is as not every woman is as uh, headstrong and feisty as me. Jeez. Um, <laughs> so I worry. You know, I just think. Holy shit! I mean, this is what this is what they're up against, you know. They're up against, and 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 they're and ninety. Oh god! I mean, I want to say like ninety-five percent of them are 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 like that. That's mm-hmm. what that's what you're getting ninety-five percent of the time. Right. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Mm-hmm. Trust you me, know? I know. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So, just a little thought there. And you know what? It's you know what? And it's there's a lot of people that have good intentions but they're too lazy to really do any real reading like they want to read stuff online a meme here a meme there they really don't want to open up a book and learn about the life because anything you're getting into like this lifestyle another profession blah 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 like you really need to do your homework for the risks that you're taking and for the things that you're doing i just feel as though you should take time to invest in understanding the lifestyle, the history, blah, blah, blah. And then you can have some formulated questions for when you do meet a so-called dom. So you can understand, like, you got to come with some questions. So it's an interview for both parties. And I think a lot of times submissives be like, oh, I'm a sub and you're greater than me. So will you have me? I think she needs to understand it's an interview for him as much as it is for her. Oh, fuck. Hello. 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 Absolutely. 
the rules of courtship still are applied. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even 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 under this context. Right. You right. The, you know, I you know, I've said it before. I said it years ago, probably in the first year of doing this podcast that I'm like, ladies, you better know your worth. You should put yourself on a pedestal. Right. And men, you should the man should be reaching to get up to that get up to that level. Mm-hmm. That's how you should be perceived, mm-hmm. and and to me, a guy like that, that's 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 a hunter. Mm-hmm. That's a guy. That's a fucking hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, a lion doesn't just just fucking cut through the grass like a doofus and right. you know and 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 just go for it. No, there's calcul. It's calculating. It's it's hanging out. It's surveying. It's taking in all that information. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. And if to me, like that's that's like if a, if a man can't hunt, you know, if a man doesn't know how, to, like you know, I'm speaking metaphorically, right. right? man doesn't know how to hunt. He doesn't know how to how to like woo a woman right. the proper way. Right. That's what a dominant man does. He doesn't just like, oh, can I see your tits? You know, right. 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 With that kind of bullshit. Right. And 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 and. And I only, I'm only, you know, to me that's obvious, but I'm saying that because I think to some people it's not. It's unfortunately not obvious. And I think that people need to hear, you know, what it, what a, what, the, what they should, ladies need to hear, what they really should be looking for, and how they can qualify, you know, um, mm-hmm. a, a true dominant man from a faker. Mm-hmm. 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 That'll be our next podcast, y'all. <laughs> There you go. How, how to interview a dominant. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? How to interview a dominant. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We should have some, you know, we should have some things that are, you know, that are hell yeses. If it's in this list, you know, if, if it's in this list, it's a hell yes. If it's in this list, it's a hell no. Right. Absolutely. And 100%. Like, things that, yeah, things that check you, they either check the box or they don't. Unfortunately, I'm sure as you know, okay. you're, you're not quite as aware of it because you're you're a man. But oh, you probably know it from women. I mean, you probably get the you probably get the reciprocal of it. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a shit show out there. One thing I will say about ladies, though, if they're, if they're serious, they don't have a problem with wanting to go get the information and learn. They don't mind doing what it takes to try to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Of course, no, right, absolutely not, yeah. You know, it, uh, if you find somebody who's really serious about it, you know, she'll she'll present herself and try to be the best version of herself uh, at all times. And if you like, look, I need you to read this book. You know, I do a lot of stuff, man, uh, when it comes to, you know, like training or just helping, mentoring. You know, I give out assignments, you know, like, I need you to do this every day without fail. You know, mm-hmm. this right here, blah, blah, blah. Simple yeah. stuff, you know, just to establish... Uh, just to establish um, some discipline and and their dedication to the process, and so there might be some assignments. Um, like I, I have a journal, right? And um, this young lady asked me to be her dime. I was like, I help mentor you, so I was giving her. I need to get your journals every day, and so I would you know respond back, respond back, and then I didn't respond back. And then when I didn't respond back, she didn't send the journal the next day. So I said, what's up with the journal? She said, well, you didn't respond back. I didn't think you took the time to read the last one. I said, I read it. 
But regardless if I respond back or not, your job is to do the journal, period. I'm reading them all the time. Don't take for granted. I read them every night. Sometimes I respond, sometimes I won't. If I don't respond, that's a test of you to see if you really dedicated to the process or you trying to just be dedicated to, to the response. Got to know the difference. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. You know she was looking. Yeah, sure. Of course. Absolutely. She was looking for the feedback. For the feedback. Right. right. No, just do, do more your... like, is this, you know, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm doing, I'm going to do this because he wants me to. She's missing the point. I think, I think. The point is for her growth and what, to what, take whatever it is out of the lesson that you wanted her to learn. So like, so like when you wake up in the morning, if you had nowhere to go all day, you're still going to brush your teeth. You know what I'm saying? But there's people that's like, man, I ain't going to, I ain't going to see, I ain't brushing my teeth. You know, like this, you know, simple shit. It's like, mm-hmm. but you, it's dedicating yourself to the process. You wake up. Yeah. If I'm not going anywhere, I mean, maybe I don't wash, maybe I don't brush my teeth like I would normally do if I'm going to work. You know, like, you know, I have to be up at a certain time and I got that routine going on. Maybe I'm more relaxed. I laid in bed a little longer, you know, some something like that. But before I could do anything, I mean, my teeth is being brushed. So it's the same kind of thing. Like it's what you dedicated to. You have to dedicate. You have to see if they're dedicated to the process because it's a process. And like anything, once 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 you do it enough, it becomes memory. You know, muscle memory. They do it indiscriminately. Even it's funny because even when they fall off, or you know, you lose contact for a minute, and they come back. They start with the journal. They'll start with the journal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know. Well, you know, I'm so sorry. Life got in the way, da da. But you know, I'm so sorry. Can you still help me? Da da da. But they it'll normally start with the journal. Like they'll send a journal. Yeah. And, and then now we're gonna wake up some. You know, this is one young lady. She would send a journal. Then that would start our communication up again. Then I talked to her about you know da da da. Then I would just read, not even read her the riot act, but I would read her. And she was like, "Damn, you know me so well. I just I can't believe." It. Like, yeah, I just need you to just continue to. I was like, I know you because I read your, e- I read all the emails. Mm-hmm. You know, like I get to know who you are through what you write me. So when you fail to write me, you fail to communicate to me who you are. Then that way I can't understand when you go on certain, when you going through certain things and how to help you. So it's yeah. a, it's a goal too. It's not just you doing it. This is not right. I've been bad. I won't be bad again in school a hundred times, front and back. <laughs> I won't be bad. You know. Yeah. It's not supposed to be an arduous, you yeah. know, um, task. This is supposed to be write your thoughts, two sentences or more. How was your day? What did you yeah. eat? You know, what did you eat? You know, those type, all those things are included. Like, tell me what you ate, you know, what happened during your day, you know, blah, blah, blah. Very simple. But it, it allows me to get to know who she is. Like, okay, she can't handle this kind of situation. Or work stresses her out because... She can't say no, you know, stuff like that. And then that's things that I'm supposed to help you grow in the area of growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You see that? I see that. I got some, I got some tasks for you. Ah, oh, shit. And I, and I already know your ass is not going to do them on a regular. So you might as well already get ready for the, for the punishment <laughs> in the end. You might as well, you just might as well just fast hold forward on, to the punishment. <laughs> fast forward you yeah. to the punishment. You know what it? Uh, oh yeah, I know. Well, I, I'm slow to acquiesce, but uh, I get there. Hmm. That's all. Uh, uh, it okay. just—it's my process. Listen, honestly, your it's audi- my process. Which your audience has not 
what you have not, what you have failed to tell your audience. Uh-oh, what have I failed to tell them? You failed to start this podcast off by telling your audience that you have brand new technology and that you are no longer working with Windows 95. Shut and up. that you've joined <laughs> us here in 2020 with some brand new Apple products. And so that everything is working crisp. Everything, you are on time tonight, ready <laughs> You were on the ready line I'm like, tonight. hello, I'm ready. Where are you? I'm like, what? You're on the ready line? You were on you're the ready line. You were going slow because you're like, she's not going to I'm like, yeah, I'm like, whatever. You know, you're like, well, I'm ready. I'm like, damn, at 12 o'clock. Oh, shit. Okay, well, you're on the ready line. Okay, let me, let me, let me. I'm already set up though. I already knew. Let me set up. And, uh, but that's, you know, just make it funny. But uh, I'm loving your new technology. You're so funny. And, I, and it's something that we discussed with the audience before what we go through we kill at least 15 minutes <laughs> just trying to get shit right Testing. every time one two three the same the same damn setup we're still trying to get it <laughs> every right freaking time. every freaking time we're like the keystone cops oh my god yep. it's crazy <laughs> oh no well you know what you usually get you know what you I didn't think about this. The audio that we do, we have that on the front end. It's all like, I need to, you know what I should do is I got to put together just a funny little podcast of outtakes. I thought about doing that. You know, I mean, I won't even, it, it won't even be, it'll just be the outtakes because we just, we're sitting there, a lot of the good stuff, some of the good stuff's on the front end too before we even start. Right. Yes. This I'm going to go back. You know what? I, I'm going to. That's a good point. I'm going to take some of that audio. I'm going to take, put those sound clips together and then uh, put them out there. That'd be that, funny. That'd be funny. That'd be really yep. cool. Yeah. That'd be yeah. really cool. All right. Well, I think we... Uh, I think we covered it all. I think we covered it. And. Um, but let me say this real quick. We got some ideas for maybe our next one. I would really, I really want... Please, anyone listening to this podcast, please... Please give us feedback. All on two this. of you. Yes, I would. We really want feedback. All two of you that made it this far to the end. All two of you that made it this far to the end. Listen we to love us bug you. out. We love you, and please give us feedback. Like I really want to know yeah. how you guys feel about loving your, loving the diamond, and how about this loving us up. Um, but but definitely the the basis of this conversation is loving the diamond. Like I really want to know other people's opinions. There's other people out there who have experience or who have experienced love in a dime uh, sub relationship. I would like to, you know, know what they think. Well, Michelle has that, right? Oh yeah, Michelle's she's about to get married. <gasps> oh boy. Yeah, Michelle's she's she she's an American, moved to yeah. Italy moved to Italy with her padre and patron, I'm sorry. And now mm -hmm. they're about to get married. Yeah. So they're 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 rolling. And she's wow. definitely, Aww. definitely love, definitely in the lifestyle, definitely writing about it, sharing it on all platforms. So I don't know. I mean, I, I see it work for for a few people. So I don't know how people say with a blank check that you know you shouldn't love your time. I don't know about I don't, that. I know. I don't know that either. Like, I don't know that because I see because I see models of success. You know, so it's not like I mean, like honestly, like if I if I married. My dominant, not, I'm not just saying I'm, that's a blanket statement. Like, if I had a dominant and I married him, uh, put me in the ground because I just, that, I, my life would be complete. I mean, seriously, like, if, if, if with that type of dynamic and then, and then, and then, then that ends up being the person you marry, mm -hmm. that would mm -hmm. be awesome. 
It would be. It would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, that would be just... I, I don't know that I... I don't think I could ask for much beyond that. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thought. Well, and as you know, I'm not... Just very quickly before we jump off here. I'm not marriage-averse, only because I've never done it. Oh, God. I've smartened up, but I've managed to dodge a few bullets. But you know what? I'm just more curious about it than anything. I'm not going to... I'm not... It's not something I'm like, like you said, I know what you're talking about where, where a lot of women are like, oh my God, I gotta get married. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never had that drive, never had that. But, but it's, it's interesting because now I can say like, now I'm open to it. And that's just such a, like, because I'm open to it because I really know myself. I'm mature enough. I have enough life experience. And I'm oh like, man, please oh shut, God, this, would, shut this podcast down now, would, please. Now you done got me on this love thing in 2020. Now you talk, come on, man. Now you married. Don't be trying to marry me. There you go. Don't be trying to marry me. There you go. There you go. You start, you just, you just, you just keep escalating this thing. Every, 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 oh my God, every time we do podcasts, we escalate this thing. First we was talking about, we started out talking about BDSM and sex and all that stuff. Then we got the love at the end of 19. And now we talk about well, I'm open to marriage. Oh, Jesus! This is where this is where the two, the final two are final two listeners are dropping off. They're like, okay, fuck nah, this. We want exactly. We, want we don't want to hear about that. We don't want to hear about we that want... love and marriage shit. We don't want to hear that. Bullshit, man. We don't want to hear that. Keep a bad marriage. I don't want to hear about that. Yes, I want to hear about that. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well. I think that's a good that's a good jumping off point. All right, so thanks, guys. Everybody, thanks for listening. Now, don't forget, I'm going to give give everybody a bunch of reminders. Remember to go to my website and sign up in the members only section because when I launch my OnlyFans, I'm going to send out to the members only uh, a special special deal that I'll maintain for the full time that you guys are members. It'll be it'll be the it'll be smoking smoking deal. So it's kind of like for the first responders. The first people that want to jump on board, I'm going to give you the best deal. So you want to take advantage of that. And please go to all of our social media. Mm-hmm. Just like the hell out of everything. Please like the hell out of this episode. Rate us on iTunes. Everything. We love you. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. 